All right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the King's Council Podcast. We are in a, a little bit of a new studio today. Yeah, yeah. I told everybody last week we'd be back in the studio this week, and we're in... A... You are a liar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I lied. It is a studio. Uh, makeshift studio. Right. I think, I mean, I, you did a really good job at hanging this sign. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you, you held it. I just put screws in. <laughs> Teamwork, baby. Yeah. Uh, this is great. We're in like a temporary setup here for the next few weeks. And, um, yeah, yeah we it's got my some, house. Yeah, it's it my is. House. It is. Spare bedroom in my house. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's nice. It's cozy in here. It is. We got the little blue lights. I think um, it's good. Yeah. We got the sign behind us. Good. Yeah. Got the word of God in front of us. Dude, that's all we need, man. That's it. It's literally all we need. We got a great episode in store for you guys today. Um, Man, we've been prepping really for the next upcoming week's episodes, uh, just diving into scripture. And and I think just selfishly, it's so partly just doing this podcast is it just makes us put the work in. Oh, yeah. Right? Which is so amazing. And uh, hopefully you guys like it. Yeah, we have to know at least a little bit of what we're talking about. Yes, yes, which is so good. So uh, anybody out there, like, uh, think about doing a podcast about the Word of God, I would encourage you just to do it because you got to put the time in, time, energy, and effort in. And that's Mm -hmm. what we've been doing. Um, And I'm here for the next couple days. Uh, Christian, for those on, on video... He's wearing a hat with a big D on it. That's right. Um, I always thought it was a Duke hat. Oh, it's close. Yeah. The Duke is a little lighter blue. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, this is Cowboys is... blue, baby. Mm. And I'm not necessarily a Cowboys fan, but I'm a fan of Dallas, the, the city I live in. Yes. And I am rooting for Dallas against the Green Bay Packers tomorrow. Is that because you have like a huge bet on it, or is it because you're no? You're Although that anti-pack. would have been my BC days, my friend. <laughs> yes, I probably would have back then. Uh, okay, but okay. I plead the fifth today. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, I'm going to be rooting for the Packers, and by the time this episode airs, we'll see uh, who's winner winner here. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah. I'm not super hopeful for the pack but we'll see all those green bay players who are in dallas today for tomorrow's game will be on vacation yes by thursday that's probably true on the flight down here i was uh i i sat down with this big guy you you would look at him and be like you're probably from green bay right Um, (laughs) (laughs) and it wasn't the fact that he ordered two miller lights at like nine in the morning Uh. Um, it was the fact that he had a green bay coat on uh, he was going to the game so. dead giveaway yes yeah. <laughs> that's good well also, the packers fans travel well yeah i mean cowboys fans travel the best probably well, they're in every stadium but right. well there's just there's just cowboy fans everywhere there is it really is i think it's got to be one of the biggest there's a packer fans a lot of places too but mm-hmm. even yeah. in new jersey i mean we have the giants and jets and there's a lot of dallas fans well i mean front giant, runners giants and jets you understand why I, the, we haven't always been bad i mean joe namath i mean that's because i like super bowl one <laughs> bro no that was bart star vince oh, lombardi right. man yeah. come on what, that's packers what was it like 15 16 i don't know where joe namath was around super, super bowl? bowl 15 or 16 yeah okay not 2000 probably 15, probably man i don't know before my time you're a little older than i don't know but. <laughs> not by much <laughs> All right, let's dive into this. Yeah. People are like, come on, guys. Get your, right, let's get, get to your the meat. stuff together. We yeah. are going to get to the meat today. And this is going to be one that you guys know uh, within the King's Council, we, we operate on uh, the God-given blueprint of creation, mm-hmm. which is just so epic. Uh, if you haven't actually uh, checked that out yet, make sure you get our – we have a cheat sheet on this, which yep. is literally is just the first chapter and the first verse of Chapter 2 of Genesis, uh, which is just – 
creation, mm-hmm. right? It's like we, we want to follow the template, the blueprint that um, God has given us on how to create anything, whether it's a great business uh, or a great relationship, um, just a great life in general. Why in the world wouldn't we follow this blueprint of, of structure and order that mm-hmm. God has actually given us? In, yeah. in one of the biggest um, uh, maybe missed used or even misrepresented days of creation is what we're going to dive in today, mm-hmm. which is rest, baby. Yeah. Day seven. Yeah, and if you're a pastor or church leader and, and you're interested in a small group curriculum based on the seven-day blueprint that we created, reach out to us. It's free of charge. We just want to be an extension of the church. Yeah. Just bless and provide as many resources as possible, so reach out to us, and we'll be happy to provide that. But yeah, rest. So, of course, rest is the Sabbath day, mm-hmm. and God himself didn't need to physically rest, mentally rest, or yep. rest in any shape or form because he is God, mm-hmm. but it was finished, right? Everything that he created in those six days is everything that will ever be created for all of eternity, yep. and he was done. So yep. he was finished. He rested. Now, we know in the Ten Commandments, said to honor the Sabbath, mm-hmm. but in the New Testament, the only one of the, the, the first Ten Commandments that wasn't reiterated in the New Testament was that, keeping the holy day Sabbath, yeah. like keeping the Sabbath day holy, yeah. excuse me. And the reason for that is because we have a new covenant, and his name is Jesus, and he is our rest. So good. And I think, uh, just even thinking this, through this, of like how I think a lot of people, when they read the New Testament, my, my flashlight is on on my phone here. Yeah, um, I was when they when trying to figure out how to tell you without <laughs> telling you without uh, letting everybody on the podcast know. Yeah, um, I think a lot of people think and and operate in this world of, of grace, which is wonderful. We know Ephesians gives us a clear understanding that you know it is by grace alone that we are saved through faith, um, but also goes on to explain that faith without works is dead. Dead, right? Um, but I think just understanding really again what the the fulfillment what Jesus did is the fulfillment of the old covenant mm-hmm. right and so there is still great representations great examples it's not that not that because of Jesus we don't have to do all these things mm-hmm. but with him and in him and through him we get to do all these things yeah right and just kind of understanding that um, is where we're going to talk what we're going to talk about today and just really what it means what does rest mean again mm-hmm. so first off again genesis is going to be chapter two first couple of verses there right it says that um you know god had essentially seized from creating mm. and he rested uh and then there's a there's uh other references that that just explains that god didn't create the sabbath like it, it, he created it for man. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think it's Mark chapter six or something gives us that. Like, hey, the Sabbath was created for man, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Um, but also that the fact that God made it holy, like yeah. that the Sabbath day is a holy day, and He made it for us. Mm-hmm. And so, how do we now, under the new covenant, and we understand um, that Jesus has returned and and He's He's here? Uh, how do we operate this thing of rest? Yeah. Well, this is so good. A couple times in the Old Testament, God's rest is described as a, a, a spiritual place of blessing. Mm-hmm. The promised land would be where the Israelites got their rest. That was their place of rest. In Deuteronomy uh, chapter 12, I believe, it talks about entering the rest of Jesus in your worship. Like, don't lay aside idols. 
keep your mind focused on the Lord and enter into his rest through worship. In Deuteronomy. So, Deuteronomy saying. 12. Yeah. Yep. Which is so amazing. Like, that's mentioned in the Old Testament of, like, right. what that actually means. So, yeah. Not to, like, cut you no, off. No, no, it's yeah. good. It's fascinating. And even some of the verses we're going to pull up today that that refer specifically to the Israelites, specifically in chapter or Numbers chapter 13, where Moses sent the 12 spies into the promised land to scope mm-hmm. it out, mm-hmm. and he didn't send them out. God didn't, God didn't send out the 12 spies to see if they could possess the land. It was just to see, all right, what's the best way we could do this? Yeah. But it wasn't an if. God told them to go in, possess the land. Yep. Now, they, of course, came back. The 10 spies came back with the report that, you know, there's giants in the land and, and the Nephilim and, and there were grasshoppers in our own eyes, that sort of thing. But it was Caleb and Joshua who came back with the report through their faith and obedience in God's word. No, we're going to – it's like, this is easy. Let, let's, let's go, guys. Right. Let's go. Right. But what happened was they freaked out. And keep in mind, this is Israel. This is God's chosen people. Yeah. So, like, there's a whole generation that was barred from entering into the rest of God mm-hmm. because of their disobedience and unbelief. So, it, 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 and then, so it's Hebrews chapter three, the end of chapter three, that really talks about what happened here mm-hmm. and how it serves as, as an example to believers today to not do the same thing. Listen, if you're disobedient, if you have unbelief, you're not going to enter God's rest. Now, what does that mean? Well, he's talking to Jewish Christians here. It's not unbelievers. Right. So it's like, okay, can I be saved, be heaven bound, be walking in disobedience and unbelief and be a saved guy looking for God's rest? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Like if we don't actually know God's rest and don't get me wrong. I know not every day you feel like you're just floating in heaven and just filled with the Holy Spirit I, or right. I get a fresh filling of the Holy Spirit. I, I get that. But just the, the warnings in Hebrews chapter 4, it's pretty alarming to believers today. And, and it's, it's so crazy. I know I mentioned this time and time again on podcasts. We're in the year 2024 now, and we read this. And it's like, man, this was written for today. For yeah. what is going on today, not even in the year 2022, but 2024, it's like today. But right. back in 2022, everybody's like, this is for today. Back in 1922, everybody's like, this is for today. It's right. crazy. Which also is, I mean, in this same chapter, isn't it say the word of God is like living yep. and breathing to, oh, yeah. to pierce yep. like joint and marrow? Like that's just, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's everlasting. Yes. It's the, the only thing that, man, it's crazy how truth is so relative today mm-hmm. but the word of god i mean this is our baseline for everything yeah god left us this so so our worldview could come from this for everything for our place of employment for schools the way we raise our kids for marriage for everything yeah this should be our our worldview a biblical wor- worldview and it's not like i'm i'm biased because oh i'm a christian i fell for this religion so i'm going to promote this book right. oh this is it Yep. I chose this because this is the one and only truth. Yep, yep, that's good. Do you want to do you want to read it or what do you want to? Yeah, how do you want to tee this thing up? Yeah, so, so let's first off, yeah. So we mentioned the spies, which is just such an such one of my favorite just stories in the Bible of of them giving, uh, been giving like, hey, go do this. Just go take the promised land. Like you just have to go do it. Right. Right. Yet they then 
saw what I think just began to instill doubt into them, which is literally the only the enemy's like only tactic is to infiltrate our brain, our mind, and start to imp- put doubt and like right. worry. And no longer were they rooted in remembering what the command was. Mm-hmm. Right back to just the word of God. If 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 we're feeling doubt and even anxiety and worry in our own life. Just spend time in the Bible. Right. You don't even have to understand all of it. Right. right? Just start to read this thing and yeah. let it just saturate your soul, mm-hmm. and it will absolutely transform you. Yeah. Amen. So Hebrews chapter four starts with therefore. So whenever there's a therefore, especially at the beginning of a chapter, right. you need to know why the therefore is there, what it's there therefore, for. Right. And the last verse in chapter three says, "So we see that they cannot enter in because of unbelief." talking about the, these children of Israel, like we talked about because of their doubt and unbelief after sending those ten spy, the 12 spies and 10 came back with the bad report. So it says, because of their unbelief, they could not enter their rest, their promised place of blessing. Therefore, chapter 4, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. So, all right, so look at them as an example and was like okay there's a chance that you could come short uh, of the rest today for, like they did like they like did they yeah did. for indeed the gospel was preached to us as well as to them which is just crazy if you think about the gospel the good news the the life death burial and resurrection of jesus christ how it was preached to them it was in the right. old testament through all these uh, prophets and yeah. it, we i mean we see that we see the Trinity as early as Genesis, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. So it's just crazy that it says that the gospel is preached to them. But the word which they heard did not profit them because it wasn't mixed with faith in those who heard it. Mm. So think about that. How we could have, there's so many people out there that are like this. They have such full heads but empty hearts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, and our promises of God, they're always within an arm's reach, but they're not always in our hand. They're always, if God promised it to us, it's within an arm's reach, but it may not be in our hand. And it's because we haven't actually grabbed it. We haven't possessed it yet. Yeah. And this is what he's talking about. The rest is there. The rest is Jesus. The promised land was there. It was pre-prepared for them. It was flowing with milk and honey. There was wells already dug. They, it, it was pre-prepared <laughs> for them. Yeah. But all they had to do was go in and enter it. They had to possess it. And it's like, man, we year 2024, the church is pretty jacked up right now. Sure. There's a lot of, and us, like all of us, like all of us who call ourselves a, a, a church body, mm-hmm. the church body, it's like, seems pretty jacked up because it seems like the world's winning. Seems yeah. like a lot of Christians are stressed out. Seems like a lot of Christians aren't living Christ-like in a Christ-like manner. Right. Like the rest is right there. What we just have to grab it, right? Yeah. We just have to possess it. But go yeah, ahead. yeah. Just thinking like the 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 knowledge of it is one thing, and it, and they had the knowledge. Yeah. Like even I mean, they're like they were told what to go do, but it was the the action that was actually the fulfillment. That's right. that's that's the faith without works. Yeah. That, that is dead. So if if you're not, I mean, to have the knowledge. To, to do things is completely different than actually doing the things, Yep. right? And so I think this is so good just for obviously a lot of entrepreneurs that are listening to this. It's like we know sometimes what we're supposed to do, 
um, or we even maybe we don't even know what we're supposed to do, uh, but we're still just we're we're not actually taking the action. You guys know this action brings clarity, right. and if we start to take those actions, it's going going to reveal um, if it was wise or not. Yeah. Right. But without, I mean, wisdom is 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 something that it's not just knowledge, right? right. It's it's the application of the knowledge yep. that we have to actually do. Yeah. And so this is great, man. And it, it it's faith. It needs to be mixed with faith. Like everybody wants everything, you know. Even some people who go down these rabbit holes of different types of doctrines and even like a pre-trip, post-trip type thing. These rabbit holes. It's like, well, listen, the, the Bible's clear. You're not going to know everything. Mm-hmm. If you did know everything, it would require zero faith. Yeah. And this whole thing is about faith. Right. This whole walk with our Lord and Savior is about faith. Yeah. And it's impossible to please God without faith. Right. Right. And like. Yeah. I mean, part of the will of God is our sanctification, which is the pleasing of of God, right? He created us for his glory, not for ours. Right. And it's going to just take that faith. And that's, that's, I think, what you can have the rest in, right? That the peace, we'll call it, the the ability to be joyful in turmoil. Yeah. Right? It's not the absence. Let's just, when when we dive more into, like, what this rest actually is, it's not the absence of the storm right right it's it's the peace amongst the storm yeah. within it like right. that's the rest that we can have and any of you listening to this that don't have that yet you can have that there is yeah. there is a peace that with that stands like all understanding like we, we did you can't even comprehend mm-hmm. it, what it is actually like to be able to have that rest and it's only in not the sabbath it's only in jesus yeah yeah Dr. Tony Evans, who's my pastor now, by the way, yeah. he he says uh, speaks on verse two here, and he says, uh, if you have a bag of cement, you still have to mix some water and sand with it for it to turn to concrete. So he's saying the word of God is like cement, but mm. you'll it'll never be strong enough to walk on. It'll never be solid enough to walk on unless it's mixed with faith. That's good. Yeah, I love his analogies. Yeah. So, I mean, so practical. It's like, yeah. oh, that makes sense, right? Yeah. Because it's literally worthless. It's like a bag of sand, basically, unless right. you're actually mixing it with that faith. Yep. It's great. Yep. So we'll move on. Verse 3. For we who have believed do enter the rest, as he has said, so I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. So he swore in his wrath. They're not going to enter his rest. Those, those children, it's like, listen, I chose you. I set this before you. I commanded you. gave you instructions. I proved to you how real I am, how, 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 <laughs> how miraculous I am. I just proved it to you. But wait a second. You're still going to say, man, we should go back to, to Egypt? Right. So one way of not being able to find your rest, complain. We yeah. talked about this mm-hmm. a week or two ago. Yeah, yeah. Just keep complaining. Yeah. You're not going to find your rest. That that was their problem. Yeah. Oh, let's go back to Egypt where we're slaves. Okay. <laughs> like how soon we forget so, God's yeah. miracles. So I oftentimes when I sit in, in prayer, I just think about the, the, the testimonies. Mm-hmm. That's it. And I'm grateful. And all we need is one testimony. That first encounter we have with the Lord, when we said yes to him, we surrendered, got filled with the Holy Spirit, we're born again. That's all we really need to reflect on. If we had a real conversion, because we would know. If it's something that's like, "Mm, that was a cool day. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that. The altar call, I went out, they prayed for me, and then, yeah, we went to eat. 
Yeah. Like if that's all it is to you, then there's a good chance that, you know, you weren't actually right. filled with the Holy Spirit. Yep. Yep. That's absolutely. There's so many scriptures that just reference just remembering. Right. Uh, just like, and, and we, we, the only way that we do that, as you mentioned, is spending time in prayer in the word of God and remembering, reflecting. And, uh, yep. and it is really just like, it, it's, it's so powerful just to think about what I think as entrepreneurs, we we always are looking at what's ahead, what's next, vision forward, focus forward, which I love that. But there is a time and place yep. that we do need to actually remember yeah. who actually is our source and, and everything that he's done because it, it's like our anchor. It's the anchor to who who created us and, and who is ultimately in control and in charge of all things. Yeah, and it's so funny what just happened right now i was like man what verse was i meditating on a couple weeks ago that speaks to this and i literally turned right to it (laughs) that's crazy yeah so (laughs) first samuel chapter 12 verse 24 says only fear the lord and serve him in truth with all your heart boom Mm -hmm. like that's great meditate on that one pretty simple (laughs) right yeah for consider what great things he has done for you Mm -hmm. i love that That, that's what it is consider the great things he's done for you So fear him, serve him in truth with all of our heart, and remember those great things he's done. That's yeah. the that's what these children of Israel forgot to do. Yeah. They neglected to do. They didn't think about that miracle of the parting of the Red Sea that had just happened. Mm-hmm. Though what I think is even more miraculous, think about it if you're there. You're getting chased. Mountain on both sides of you, water in front of you, all these chariots with Pharaoh and all his people right. coming after you. Right. The water parts, you go through. It's like, oh my God, this is amazing. But once you're on the other side, when you see the water swallow up all all those chariots and all those bad dudes, once you're safe, it's like, wait a second. Like this could have been just a coincidence. Like for some weird reason, you know, science wasn't too evolved at the time. (laughs) It's like, oh my God, it's dry land now. Let's walk across. God God has made a path for us. We're going to keep running. But no, he's going to take care of those enemies. He's going to swallow them up. The Mm. water's going to come back. Yeah. And don't you think you'd have a little more swag after that? I'd be like, "Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing could touch me. (laughs) (laughs) Right? These nimrods are like, (laughs) they're too big. They're big giants. Right. What? (laughs) <laughs> right yeah oh, man. it's funny it would be interesting to just be in their shoes for right. a day right all right but it, it, i mean if you don't read the old testament and say man these guys were some idiots that just the example of the old testament was they're obedient then they stray they start worshiping idols they become disobedient mm-hmm. god judges them God punishes them, then usually there's some sort of revival of their hearts. Right. But then it's a cycle. Same thing over and right. over. Right. Yeah. It's like you, you root for them. There's so many highs and lows if you go through the whole right. Old Testament. It's <laughs> so true. But if we're real about it, it's like, wait a second. I could be just like them. Yeah. I could be just like them. Yeah. So many times. Right. Absolutely. Right. We're like those idiots. <laughs> and then God's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> In uh, what's that movie with uh, Will Ferrell has a cameo? Uh, It's with Owen Wilson and Vince Vaughn. Uh, Wedding Crashers. Yeah, yeah, Wedding Crashers. (laughs) I just remember him sitting in his basement. He kicks up. He's like, "Idiots!" Oh, jumping out the (laughs) skydiver. He's like, "Those idiots!" Uh. That's what that just reminded me of when you said, "Mom, me alone." alone. Yeah. (laughs) 
Ezzy uh, kind of sounds like that because now he calls Lucy. Ma. He's just like, Ma! Ma! <laughs> I just wait for him to say, Ma! The milk! Ma! The That's cookie! Good. Right. That's he kind of does say that now. <laughs> Anyhow, for he, verse 4, For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all the work, all of his works. And again in this place, they shall not enter my rest. Since before it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached did not enter because of disobedience. Again, he designates a certain day, saying in David, Today, after such a long time, as it has been said, Today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. There remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. Now, you'll understand that a little more when you say, let us therefore be diligent to enter that rest, lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience. So, God is saying here, the writer of Hebrews is saying, be diligent, lest some translations say labor, Mm -hmm. work. So, work at at entering his rest and as it says in the verse before it says once you're you're done with that work you could rest because it is finished right the the work is done so what in the heck does this mean that i have to work i have to labor i have to grind to find rest what does that mean Mm -hmm. you tell me dude okay (laughs) (laughs) because this is is so good i mean because this is literally creation week of genesis and now we're understanding that yes we we were created to work right and there's there's a couple different like representations i think we can take from this that we gotta work We, we get to work right and it's but we get to work uh knowing who we're working for yeah right and then knowing that it isn't it's not by our works that we're saved at all it is by grace his grace that gives us the ability to work right and then enter into his actual rest right so so if we think about what the two main reasons were the two reasons why those children of israel didn't enter the promised land mm-hmm. and a whole generation was barred from seeing their rest that god had prescribed for them god had, had preordained for them yeah. and they just were wound up being barred from it because of disobedience, disobedience. and unbelief mm-hmm. so to work, we need to work and be obedient at the things that we know God wants us to do in his word and through personal communion with him. Mm-hmm. And we have to grow in our faith. Yeah. So that we grow in our faith mostly through the word. Yep. But the Bible is clear that I, I kind of thought when I first got saved that, all right, I believe I'm in. And it's like my faith was at a level that can never be matched. Like it was maxed out. Sure. And then I start reading the Bible and then things start happening. Yeah. God keeps showing himself time and time again. And it just mm-hmm. grows your faith. It, it strengthens your faith. Usually it's some, some, something that's crappy at the time. Right. Right. And that you don't get. And you're like, oh my gosh, what, uh, God, where are you? And then at the end of it, you're like, oh, I see your hand was on this the whole time. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. But we, you have to work against natural impulses, your instincts. You have to, to work to cut off people who aren't supposed to be in your life or mm-hmm. trying to um, 
to draw you away from your faith, which could be perhaps family members. Oh, yeah. Right? Sure. You have to work against some ideologies of your, your childhood, of what you're taught at school, of your culture, mm. right? You, you have to work to, to seek the truth, right? Work, grind in seeking the truth, reading the Bible every day, yeah. rather than just believing what, you know, maybe some YouTube video told you or what you were told when you were a kid. Right. So th- there's things we have to do to, to work. And again, it, our salvation doesn't come through works. That, that's through the faith. But we have to work. We have to work, and I, I think this is part of the indictment on the church overall. Is we just think that we could sit here in a chair on our couch, and God's just going to come to us, provide for us, be our peace, our, our provision for absolutely everything in life. And I don't have to lift a finger. I'm not saying about works, right? Right. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. If you're knowingly living in sin, and I mean, just it could be what our earthly little minds think of like oh that's a bad sin and that's not so bad of a sin sin is sin yeah like and and really it is is it's disobedience whether yeah. it is oh i drove by somebody that i i felt the prompting of the holy spirit telling me to go witness to them or to mm-hmm. give them a couple bucks or to uh i mean just lend a helping hand yeah right that's if, if it's if it's disobedience from what you know you are supposed to doing be doing and if you don't have that sensitivity of the holy spirit in your life you get it by spending time in the Mm -hmm. word yeah right and because there's clear instruction in this book on do's and don'ts and i think what a lot of people do because i did this early on was looking at it from a like a rules and restriction standpoint of like what i can't do Mm -hmm. and it was a mindset shift for me for understanding that any instruction that god gives us in the word of god here it's not to withhold us from things but it's to grant us blessing in our life mm-hmm. right where our our worldly mindset even just like a, a little kid if you think of the rules and restrictions like hey you don't do this you can't do that like as a parent we're giving them instruction for their protection mm-hmm. right and if we have that understanding and, and mindset of like oh actually my creator my father wants what's best for me and this is how I get what's best. Mm-hmm. So it's not like uh, I can't do things is it as mu- so much so as it is what I should do instead. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and if we, that's a mindset shift. But once I think we grasp that and understand that it takes, it just takes off the limitations of quote unquote Christianity. Yeah. Right. It's not what we don't get to do. It's what we get to do in relation with him. Yeah. Right. Like I think it's good. A lot of us have, when we're looking at Christianity as a as a religion, right? Religion is is telling us, like, shame on you, mm-hmm. right? Like, shame on you for doing those things. That's why the you know the Catholic face like they have to go confess their sins to somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, versus relationship is shame off you, mm-hmm. right? And it's like understanding the difference between the two, and that that allows us to operate now in this this lifestyle of like relationship with my creator and understanding that you know the the conviction that that eventually comes once we have that relationship it makes these decisions in our lives a lot easier Mm. right like the you know talking about the children of israel had they been like truly abiding in him and remembering the things that he had had done not that long ago Mm -hmm. their 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 direction or their faith isn't on 
um, what what they see directly in front of them, but it's mm-hmm. on their creator, and it's like, no, he's already told us. No big right. deal. No big deal. No big deal. So. Yeah, very profound. Ah, thank you. you <laughs> as you were speaking, I was like, man, you've grown so much in just your spirituality. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Over the last few years, yeah, it's great. Thanks, man. It's good. You're gonna need it because you're preaching a Sunday service oh, here geez. in a couple months. Yeah, I'm pumped. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, we'll announce that at the end. We'll yeah. get through this, but yeah, yeah. yeah, proud of you, man. Oh, so talking about the the rest that or working or laboring to get to that rest. Think about this: if you're married and some cute chick walks by you in the gym with a skimpy outfit. If you don't look, that that takes some will. Mm-hmm. That 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 that's included in the work that we're talking about here, right, right. like being obedient to God. And I was thinking about it because this morning we did a cold plunge. We went oh. to the gym early, and it's been a little chilly down here in Texas. And the outdoor pool at, at Lifetime is yes. cold enough for a, a cold plunge, and we did it. And we like I consider that work. We had to will ourselves to just jump in and do it. Yep. Just do it. And that's what this work oh, is. I so bad didn't want to do it. We're literally like outside, cold. I'm like, I don't want to do this. I'm not I'm not gonna do this. Yeah, we had come out of the sauna. Yeah. yeah. And then I, if you weren't there, I went to did it. I know you wouldn't. That's why I just jumped in. I didn't talk about it. I just jumped in. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. That's why we need relationships <laughs> right. in our life, man. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. But that's, that's the the type of work. It's think about it. Being disciplined to set time with the lord yeah if your day starts at six waking up at five thirty, to make sure you get time in the word time of worship mm-hmm. you know um just that communion with him yeah. it, it, it takes work to do that to be disciplined to will yourself to do something like that and that's really what this this work entails so again be diligent labor to enter the rest lest anyone fall according to the same example of disobedience so if you're not working to enter that rest you're straight up being disobedient yeah dun 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 dun, dun. right for and then here's the verse that that i know you love for the word of god is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword would you say edged there or edged i tend to add a add a syllable well we had this discussion like, a while back beloved, beloved 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 yeah i said beloved and you're like no it's beloved right or no what's funny is even like blessed i think you re- said something right here blessed and i'll be like blessed <laughs> blessed is the man like <laughs> <laughs> so funny king james comes out when i right? scripture yeah yeah I'm, I'm more of like esb so it's, be like, it's, <laughs> it's edged you're more like the message <laughs> translation <laughs> yeah. right all right, so for the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, <laughs> piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, which we're going to get into mm, in a future podcast, heck yeah. and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. It's like, whoa. And then it says, and there's no creature hidden from his sight. A lot of times we like to think that we're doing our dirt with nobody looking. Right. But all things are naked and open to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. Oh, Ooh. man, do you not read that? Ooh. You're so convicted. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, and I don't know. I think I, I may have read that at a point in time in my life where it's like, ugh, it's like heavy. Mm-hmm. Right? But, I mean, this is Matthew. Um, let me pull this up. Matthew 11, this is such a perfect, 28 through 30, this is perfect for what we've been talking about. 
Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 says, Come to me, all mm. you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Mm. So what, what I was getting at with what you had said is, sometimes you can read that and it's like, oh, this is like hard. I don't want to really do yeah. this, but when you come to him mm-hmm. and it's like and just be real like god this seems hard and and i i your the word of god says this so i'm gonna believe in that i'm gonna have faith in that and trust you right. that uh it's true and it's real yeah and when you're when you come to a, a in, into just lordship and a relationship to with your creator and that and then like you're just submitting that to him your faults your the things that that you think are hard are going to now be it's going to be tra- transformed, right? God's mm-hmm. going to do that work in your heart, and it's no longer like I have to give an account, but I get to give an account. Yeah, right. Like think of when when you, even as a child, it's like when I think when Ellie does something great, it's like she wants to give an account to yeah. what she did. Yeah, right. And it's like that's a mindset shift. That's a yeah. kingdom shift. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That's uh, great. Uh, I said uh, we have a couple verses here. In 1 Corinthians 10, 11 says, Now all these things happen to them, speaking of what we're talking about, that the, the children being barred from entering in their promised rest. And they were written for our admonition. So it was left for us. We're reading about it. We're talking about it right now so we can learn something from it. Upon whom the ends of the ages has come. It, it, it's literally saying that God intended his judgment, and it was harsh, mm-hmm. but he intended it for the nation of Israel at that time so that future believers and not just like New Testament believers but you were a believer back then if you believed in the the coming Messiah and the promises of God so so they suffered the wrath a harsh wrath for our good so we could look back on it and be like oh geez look what disobedience could lead to yeah I could never I could possibly never find rest if I'm not obedient in the Lord. Yeah. And that's a scary thing. I tell you, probably the, the biggest eye opener for me when I said yes to the Lord was the peace that I found that I was like, I didn't know this thing existed here yeah. on this earth. Yeah. It was just a peace where my life is in complete turmoil, everything mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, everything mm-hmm. in turmoil. And then there's just this peace like, wait a second, am I high right now? Did I take a new right. drug that, that, that gave me this type of high? Yeah. And that peace is something that there is no drug. And, and matter of fact, no drug, no drink, no person. There, there's no idol of this world that could satisfy, that could fulfill the way Jesus does. Yeah. Him and his peace, man. That's so good. That's so good. just reminds me, you, on next week's episode, we're going we're gonna to talk about like the difference between the body, the soul, and the spirit. Yeah. And it just, I mean, we, we jokingly talk about our bc days um mm. and just like the the thrill of of a of a drug or something like that that where it's just like there's nothing like it there's nothing like peace in your soul yeah right and, and but but coming from the spirit of god that, right. that transforms your eternal mm. destination right yep. like there's nothing the body is is nothing it's gonna go away mm. that feeling that you get for that it's just yeah, next week's episode. It's gonna be yeah, good. the other night I was reading the, the word. I think I was in Hebrews 4, and I was just, 
some worship music playing. Lucy was in the prayer room praying. And like I told you earlier, when we have a three-year-old, Ezra, he's very active. Doesn't <laughs> It's not often where he's not talking, yep. right? Yep. Or, About his five smooth stones. Right. He's got his little <laughs> sling. Every time he's outside, he's got to pick up five acorns, his five smooth stones. And we actually have a drawer downstairs that has like 45 Really? acorns in it because we just start getting goliaths in here he's toast <laughs> <laughs> so so anyway as he knows not to bother us like he will he will always be pulling on our coattail any other time but when we're with the lord he knows just don't bother mommy and daddy which is great yeah. and i'm sitting there and i just like feel this oneness with the lord and I start crying and like tears are literally dropping on my bible and a part of me just 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 thought like I'm such a thinker. Sometimes it's a good thing. Sometimes it's a bad thing. But I was like, how is this possible? Like how it like like yeah. it's possible through God though. Like but it wasn't that I was doubting. But it was like, how is it possible that nothing around me is changing? Like mm-hmm. the, there there's no new happenings. There's no new circumstances. There's no outside factors. Like like but literally in this moment. I'm brought to tears with so much joy and peace. Yeah. Like, how is that possible? And it's like, well, this is how yeah. it's possible. It, it's, it's, I literally was entering that rest of Jesus. Mm. Yeah. 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 And with that, man, let's put a bow on this with what that actually means. Like, to truly enter rest. Mm. It's, again, it's not, it, it's not by, Yes, there's there's work involved. There's there's things that we have to do that are involved, and it's act, but and it's actually doing it, which is essentially the faith mm-hmm. that we have. But that faith is is in one. Yep. It's in Jesus and Him alone that we can experience that rest. Yeah. And I just want to say, if anybody is listening to this and and you've never even had that experience, you've never you don't even know what that means or feels like. Um, I do just want to say, like, you can you can have that experience right now. Like, yep. if you're driving, pull on over. Don't have to wait for don't Sunday, wait. go to church. No, yep. don't wait. We want to give you an opportunity to, to hop on the phone with one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but even just if you're listening to this, just, like, take a moment and, and just cry out to God. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be some crazy thing. It can just be you sitting in your car on the side of the road. It can be you sitting in your office right now mm-hmm. and just taking a moment and, and just crying out to God yep. and asking for forgiveness of, of sin and repenting. Like repenting means to literally turn around mm-hmm. to, to just, rep, you know, asking that forgiveness of the things you've done wrong, things that you don't even know might even, not even be wrong yet, but God will continue to reveal those to mm-hmm. you. And that's the, the journey uh, and ultimately the, the process now that you get to enter into of sanctification, which, mm-hmm. again, is going to be another episode we're going to dive yeah. into here. Um, but also, I'm just going to say, uh, text the word REST. We'll set this mm-hmm. up to 727-472-3860. And one of us would love to hop on the phone with you and just talk, like, what is it like to to walk in, mm-hmm. in relation with Jesus. You don't need us to do it with you. You can certainly do it on your own, but yeah. that community aspect is is so important and we would love to take that journey with you. Yeah. So again text the word rest, R E S T to seven two seven four seven two three eight six zero. Yeah, the greatest invitation on earth is the one you mentioned by Jesus, come to me, all who are la- who all who labor and are heavy burdened. And I will give you rest. Labor and heavy laden. I messed that up. It depends on the translation, right? Yeah, all who are my I usually combine like weary. six different 
yeah, tired, burdened, weary. Right. Yeah, I usually mix like just, six translations. Nonetheless, it's the greatest invitation yes, on earth. Yes, it Come is. Come to me. Yes. Yeah, I will give you rest. Mm-hmm. That's great. That being said, we love you guys. Yeah. Um, Christian did mention we've got some some cool things coming up. We yeah. Got, we got a weekend coming up here. We'll, we'll preliminarily announce this. I guess it's going to be April 5th, 6th, and 7th. We're mm-hmm. going to be out in West Virginia. Um a church there in Elkins, West Virginia, Summit Church. We got a cool mm-hmm. event that we're going to be taking place. More on that, but uh, pencil that in on your calendar if you're listening mm-hmm. and are able to get in in there. Um, we're going to be out at the Strong Church Conference. Yep. In February. In Phoenix. Uh, out in Phoenix. Um, yeah. So lots lots of things that we'll yeah. be we'll be announcing. I'm sure we'll be in our in our emails. If you're not on our email uh, list, make sure you opt into that bad boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, joinkingscouncil.com. We're launching our new app here real soon. So many epic just and, and free resources mm-hmm. that we're providing to people here to just be a part of this community yep. as we continue to to serve, be it be an extension of the local church here. Um, to really, as entrepreneurs, increase the tithe, promote radical, freaking mm. radical generosity yeah. uh, for the advancement of the kingdom of heaven here on earth today and now. Amen. Amen. We'll see you guys on next week's episode. See ya.